If you or someone you know is looking for reliable legal assistance in the Caribbean, look no further than Caribbean Legal Solutions, your ultimate connection to trustworthy attorneys across the Caribbean. So whether you're a Caribbean residing in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., or anywhere else in the world, they connect you with reliable attorneys based in your home country. Their extensive vetting process and network ensure a peace of mind and accountability. Need help with land ownership, estate matters, or maybe even a local referral here in the U.S.? Their team bridges the gap, reducing your workload and providing you with vetted attorneys for virtually any legal matter. Caribbean Legal Solutions is your reliable partner for legal needs, both local and abroad. Visit CaribbeanLegalSolutions.com or call them today. This podcast ad contains general information about Caribbean Legal Solutions and it's not intended as legal advice. Always consult with a qualified attorney for legal advice specific to your situation. You're listening to the Carry on Friends podcast, episode 31. Welcome to the Carry on Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community with your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. All right, friends, welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. And you know, I'm all about training and learning and development and resources. And that's why today's episode is brought to you by lynda.com. I've been personally using lynda.com since 2011, and it is an amazing resource. lynda.com offers video tutorial courses in a variety of topics, whether it's a software, whether it's a business skill, whether it's a personal development skill. So what I want you to do for me today is check out lynda.com. Go to carry on friends forward slash Linda. You will see a link where you can try lynda.com courses for free, unlimited for 10 days, free, unlimited for 10 days. You could try lynda.com. So go to carry on friends.com forward slash Linda to try lynda.com for free for 10 days. Today's guest on the podcast is Chris Kazi Roll. And I'm so excited that Chris is on the show today because I met Chris New Year's Day at an event, the New Year event, and it was so amazing. He gave a really wonderful talk on relationships. Chris is a matchmaker and a strategist, and he's known for creating winning strategies for business, love, and life. And in this episode, we're talking about building confidence, the struggle of you against you. And trust me when I tell you that Chris and I had a really amazing conversation, and I can't wait for you to listen to it. I'm going to have all of Chris's information in the show notes, so make sure you go to the blog and you check out all the information that I have there for Chris. So I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer. Here is my interview with Chris Kazi Roll. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. Today, my guest on the show is Chris Kazi Roll. Chris, welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. Happy to be here. Great, great, great. So excited. So before we get into the topic of the show, which is developing confidence, the struggle of you versus you, tell our community of friends more about who you are. Well, uh, Chris Kazi Roll is my name. Born and raised in, in, in Nassau, Bahamas. Came to America at 14 mm. and, uh, you know, worked in the music business and uh, transitioned out of the music business into personal development and have been here uh, ever since. 
cool. So you say yeah, yeah in the beginning. So yeah. tell <laughs> let, tell the people which island you representing right now. Um, well, you know, the Bahamas has multiple islands, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm from the capital, which is called New Providence or Nassau. Cool, cool. And, uh, you know, grew up, grew up in, uh, actually grew up in foster care there. My mom, my mom is actually Jamaican. And what? she, yeah, she moved from the Bahamas, uh, at about 26 years old and, and, uh, had a beautiful baby boy on the island mm. <laughs> with the, with another Bahamian. So my dad is Bahamian and my mother is Jamaican. Nice. So I, I, I represent the 242 and the 876. All right. All right. We love it. We love it. So you, you mentioned that you worked in the music business. So after 10 years of working in the music business, what made you move from artist development to personal development? Uh, that's a good question. I, I was, it, it was, a lot was happening in the business where uh, there was a website, a guy, college kid named uh, Nat, name, I can't remember his It was Napster, name, right. Napster, yeah. A lot of stuff changed during that time. And there was a fear that the music business was not going to be around for a, a time period. And then, and then even the music was changing. So I kind of wasn't as motivated. I was working with uh, some of uh, uh, Sean Combs, our producers, and uh, they wanted me to kind of put a certain type of music out there. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really into that. Mm-hmm. And so I had started an artist development program Mm-hmm. Uh, for young artists who wanted to not be what the radio said you should be or the corporate America said you should be. You had, uh, I'm all about originality and finding your unique voice. Right. And so in working with those young people, uh, things kind of just snowballed from there. And they, uh, I met Russell Simmons and Russell Simmons, he was kind of shifting as well. And he was doing more things to try to empower artists to use their voice in a more uh, political and, and, and socially conscious way. And um, he loved what I was doing and became a big supporter of my work. And mm-hmm. and then he brought on Jay-Z and all of the different artists and executives to help me in developing this next crop of young artists and, and executives. Uh, Pooz Willis and Queen Latifah actually made a movie about the whole uh, program I created. And so that kind of put me in a different world. I was getting calls to speak all around the world. And everywhere I would go, I would connect with the audience in a way that was so impactful upon me. And I said, well, you know what? I, I love this thing. I, I love the music, but I really like working with the artists and working with people and engaging them and how they can make their life better and how can they can heal from things that have passed and, and uh, make their time on this earth meaningful. Right. And so I, I discovered Ayanna Vinzan and Tony Robbins and Les Brown, never even heard of them, you know, years prior. But at that time, I kind of started exploring this whole world of personal development. I would say more, st- I stumbled into it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that I directly said I wanted to do, but um, sometimes you do stumble into your purpose and, right. and, and uh, but you know, when you, when you're there, you know, you just said something about meaningful, the tagline for carry on friends is live meaningful, build stronger and achieve abundantly because it's mm. through living a meaningful life. Then all other things sort of fall into place because now they have, you, you have a better sense of your purpose and that allows you to build with a stronger connections, stronger brands or businesses. And then ultimately you, you, you have more achievement as a result of working from your whys or the, the meaningfulness of why you do it. So I'm glad you mentioned that. 
you said you enjoy helping people find their voice. And this episode particularly is about developing confidence. And um, mm-hmm. earlier, I was speaking to a fellow blogger, Caribbean American blogger, She, her, her and her family represent Guyana. We were talking about confidence in terms of Caribbean Americans. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a unique position because when we're amongst ourselves in a group, when we're cheering on Usain or we're cheering on the Bahamas um, relay team, we mm-hmm. have this like bravado, like, yes. But I think when we're on our own by ourselves or maybe in a corporate setting, I don't know, I can speak for myself, that confidence don't necessarily come through the mm-hmm. way it would if you and I were just sitting there and, you know, we will watch our race or something. So tell me a little bit as to why you think that's the case for me as a Caribbean American and potentially others. I think, uh, you know, when you come to America, America. You know, you've grow, grown your whole life watching America on television and, uh, you know, wanting to just visit this place that just seemed like amazing. Because I, I remember like watching the, the toy commercials as a kid mm-hmm. and everybody just always seemed so happy. And they right. seemed like they always had the cool toys mm-hmm. that my family couldn't afford or, I, you know, I couldn't get access to. So I always dreamt of coming to America. So then when you come, you're like this small peon mm-hmm. in this big country with all these other people. You don't feel like you necessarily belong right because this is not your home mm-hmm. and so it's like me against the one do I fit in with the people in the places that I go and then when I open my mouth will they understand me or will they make fun of me in the way that I me I'm speaking English but I don't speak it the way they may speak it right. and it's a lot of them against me mm-hmm. so that confidence uh, uh, is hard to feel confident when mm-hmm. you don't know where you belong you right. know or you don't f- see yourself in a sense and so I think you know people like uh, the, the a lot of the rappers uh, who come from West Indies, like Dougie Fresh and and Busta Rhymes and um, you know Heavy D at the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know they when you find out that hey, oh those dudes are Caribbean, they're like it kind of makes you feel like yo I my voice can be heard. Yes, and I do feel confident when I'm in a place where I could hit have my voice heard. But when I'm around other people where I don't see myself or see the way that I speak mm-hmm. in those circles, it is hard to be confident and just say you know even though I'm not one of you guys, I am somebody. You know yeah. what I have to say matters. Yes, yes. So what advice would you have for someone like me or someone listening who will, you know, will find themselves in a corporate setting or a business meeting or maybe networking for that reason, because you you have this insecurity? What advice would you give for us in terms of developing that confidence Mm. to, you know, you found your voice? What advice would you give in -hmm. terms of helping us find our voice and to, to, to lean into that? truth of or voice? I think first, it's about knowing the people who came before you. Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, they're Caribbean Americans. So when you know that you have a vision of somebody who came before you, then you could say, hey, I I could be like them. Exactly. And so uh, number two is be excellent. You know, live a life of, hey, is this the best that I can do? Yes. You know, am I, have I practiced? You know, have I prepared myself to go into this meeting, to be among these other people who are also, uh, you know, aspirational and going after their goals. You know, when you're prepared, it just builds your confidence. Yes, a lot of times the reason why we lack confidence is because we are not really sure how good we are. But when you really do the work and you did your homework, you'll go in there and say, you know what? I did the best I could. Yeah. And uh, you walk differently. You talk differently when you are, when you're sure of yourself. So um, when you ha- when you live for a spirit of excellence, you will always put your best foot forward, right? And that, that makes Love you that. feel confident. And then the third 
third thing is to really do your homework about the people you're going to be around or uh, working with. Because when you do your homework, uh, whether that's exploring their social media pages, their LinkedIn page, people care about people who care about them, you know, Mm -hmm. unless they're just horrible people. But, uh, you know, you come into a place, you give someone a compliment or you acknowledge something of their own heritage or, you know, you say something that you know they're proud of or Mm -hmm. that they have accomplished. It brings a connection. Everybody lives for acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. So when you acknowledge someone else, it makes them feel good. Now they're opening a space for you and they listen to you differently. Yes. You know, if somebody's looking at you and not, you know, with an eye of who's this guy? Yes. A lot different than wow, hey, thank you for that. And now, hey, I want to, you know, in the spirit of reciprocity, I want to give you back what you gave me, that acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Now, you can feel confident to move forward because you know you've won people over. So it's not always about trying to get people to understand you. It's about trying to understand who who you're talking to. So I I think those three things will help you if you're feeling a a lack of confidence going into some sort of business or uh, presentation. Nice. Let's take a quick break. Want to include your property in Jamaica in your U.S. will? Need to close the bank account you opened back home all those years ago? Skip the guesswork and let the Caribbean Legal Solutions team of experienced professionals take care of your legal needs. With Caribbean Legal Solutions, you get the peace of mind that only vetted and accountable legal experts can offer. Learning that you have a legal issue abroad can be stressful. Finding an attorney to help shouldn't be. Visit CaribbeanLegalSolutions.com or call them today to find the dependable legal support you need. This podcast ad contains general information about Caribbean Legal Solutions and is not intended as legal advice. Always consult with a qualified attorney for legal advice specific to your situation. So how do we go about assessing our strengths and weaknesses so we can help build our our confidence? Yeah, I would say uh, a lot of it is awareness. You know, uh, a lot of my clients, I I would have them just make a list of all the things that are interesting about them, whether they think it's interesting or not, Mm -hmm. you know, that that they have either a compliment they've heard, things that they think are pretty cool about themselves, um, or just random facts about themselves. And just having all of that in the forefront of your mind, it it just gives you a sense of your own uniqueness, your own special fingerprint that God only made one person like you. And sometimes we forget that. We're so, we're always thinking, about what somebody else has or thinking about you know what we don't have that we don't acknowledge what we have and so right. if that consumes your mind you will lack confidence yeah i would say the second thing would be to not compare mm. and catch yourself when you're comparing yourself to someone else and social media can do that you know yeah. you look at someone else page these are just highlight they're highlight real but you're right. comparing your whole life to you know these little snapshots that some may even be pre-orchestrated right uh, we got to be very careful about comparing ourselves to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, you can acknowledge what someone has, but just saying, hey, I'm bad because they have that or Mm -hmm. they're doing, you know, one, two, three. I mean, I I have friends who would go out for one day and take a whole bunch of pictures, you know, bring out different outfits and, you know, just travel around with their photographer for that day to get a bunch of photos that they would then put out uh, 
drip, what do you call it, like drip content. Yeah. They would put it out there over time, and it would seem like they're always out and about and doing a whole bunch of things. But that's the perception the they want to sell. Yes. So it's very important to to manage your consumption of social media because it will lead you to comparing yourself, and it's it's toxic. Yeah. It's toxic to compare yourself. So you got to catch yourself during those times, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> if you're busy doing, you know, working on you, you can go and look on social media for inspiration. But it's not about comparing. You know, you don't even get to that place. You may go, oh, that's cool. Oh, I like what that person is doing. I'm going to use a little bit of that and what I'm doing. Right. So I would say that would lead me to the third thing is just get consumed with what your purpose is. Like, I believe that, you know, you have a you have a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they call it the dash. There's right. the time that you're born and the time that you will leave this earth. Right. And then the dash is what you the time that you spend. Spend that time doing what, you know, you're here to do because you're only here for a time period, you know. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate thing is until we realize that, you know what, we're on our deathbed or we, we have a, a, oh, yeah, a near-death experience, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, man, I got to live. I got to, you know, I got to, you know, take advantage of the time that I'm here. But other times we kind of like squander that. Yes, we do. Comparing ourselves or, yeah. or doing things that don't add on to our purpose. So I would say consume yourself with what you are up to in the world because when you do go and look at somebody else and what they're doing, you will be inspired more than you would be beating yourself up mm-hmm. about what you're not or uh, jealous. Right. <laughs> Some people even feel those those emotions because actually jealousy and inspiration are the exact same mm-hmm. energy, but it's a different polarity of that energy. So if you're, we say devil find work for idle hands. hands yeah. So that's why you have to consume yourself with being an action because when you're in action and you do stop to take a rest or a break and you're observing the world around you and seeing what other people are doing, the, seeing them would only inspire you as opposed to you being derailed or um, have your energy pulled down into a negative place because, you know, what they're doing is you feel it's so much better, you know? so. Right. Those would be tips that I would give someone in terms of just uh, building their confidence. I wrote on every single one of these, like one of the poignant things you just said, jealousy and inspiration, same energy, just polar opposite. And it's and based on that, it's really just a thin line. It's it's how you Mm -hmm. take that energy and use it. Are you going to look at that and then stew in it? Because that's where the jealousy comes in. Or are you going to look at that and then you're going to act? That's where the inspiration comes in. So, I mean, this was that that was just a amazing but you're right comparison is the thief of joy and if mm. you if if we are just constantly absorbing or consuming these social media images i i think i posted a quote where someone said don't compare your life to someone else highlight reel which oh, yeah. is what you said and that's what in, you know instagram or social media is it's a highlight reel mm-hmm. And it's good to look at it, but understand that, you know, just take it with a grain of salt and then you oh, just yeah. dip back out. So all amazing. And and, and, and for me, going mm-hmm. back to, you know, what you said, the awareness and the preparation is really key. You know, sometimes we feel overly confident and we don't prepare as much, but that oh, preparation yeah. makes all the difference. I, I, I just love that. So, yes, I'll put these in the show, show notes, awareness. To, so you be aware of your strengths. We we all know our weaknesses, but you know, I love that you said make a list of the things that are interesting, the compliments, the things that you think are cool because maybe we spend too much time thinking about the things that are not so cool or not so interesting that we should remind ourselves. I just love yeah. that. I just love yeah. that. Um yeah. so so thank you for saying that. <laughs> just mm-hmm. you know because we don't do that enough. We're we're consumed like, "Oh, I, I need to lose some weight. Yeah. I need to do this." <laughs> 
I need to do that. And never taking in like, you know what? My voice actually sound good on this podcast. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know, not, you know what I mean? It, oh yeah. I'm guilty. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm not only talking from expertise, I'm talking from experience. I, right. I definitely have been guilty of, of seeing somebody else over there and, and, uh, you know, just, um, so, you know, consumed by them that, uh, there's no space for myself. And, you know, they say all things in moderation. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's great to look around, uh, this beautiful planet and, uh, meet interesting people who, who are just are different than you and be able to appreciate them, you know? Mm-hmm. But but it goes into a level of extreme or, or imbalance when you are so enamored by somebody else that you forget yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just unhealthy. Really, it breaks down to, to that. And so, you know, I, at some point, uh, you know, there were friends around and, and I didn't include this in terms of building confidence. You know, you have to be around people who acknowledge what's in you and believe in you. And, uh, you know, like the people in uh, the, the faith based community say, speak into you. You know, mm-hmm. they speak uh, words of encouragement. They acknowledge uh, the gifts that you have. Uh, sometimes we don't see ourselves. So they remind us, they bring us back to who we are. You, you, uh, there's an old saying, you can't see the, the picture when you're in the frame. Right. So having uh, a community of people to 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 acknowledge what's great about you. And I've had mentors and I call them angels in my life who have reminded me like, you're, you're great as well. You know, right. I'm great that you can appreciate other people, but they remind me of that. And I think that that's what makes me effective as, you know, as a coach and working with different people is uh, I could say I've been on many sides, you know, mm-hmm. and I could say, hey, I've I figured out this path. And along this path, I remember the directions that I, that I took to get to where I am. And so I could tell you, hey, don't do that. Right. Do not spend your time. Mm-hmm. consume with somebody else's gifts, talents, and abilities. Keep, you know, the conscious mind only can hold a certain amount of information at one time. Right. And whatever you constantly do in the conscious mind, mm-hmm. it, it then stores it away in the subconscious. And the right. subconscious just operates from, from what is being stuffed into it on a repeated right. basis. Right. And so if you want to shift it, you have to spend more time consistently doing the thing that you want your subconscious mind to, to, to now do. Yeah. You know? And so that's why I say, you know, making that list and putting it around your house, you know, make art or pictures that remind you. I have a wall in my house that's just of just great moments that I that conjure up a a certain type of energy in me, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I keep those around as a reminder of, uh, you know, my own greatness. Because because the other thing is I I just love people and I love seeing the greatness in people. Right. And I think that that's why I said the word imbalance. Right. Because I think it's a great skill to to be able to. To do that right and not be so self-centered you know that's the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. where you're so consumed by yourself that you are not aware of other people's greatness you know right. so so it's all about being balanced right. being balanced where you can acknowledge other people's uh, uh you know the beauty in other people talent in other people but also still aware of your own uh, uh greatness greatness you know, you, what you just said there before, you just said the conscious mind could hold but so much and whatever it can't store, the subconscious mind takes over, which is your autopilot, mm-hmm. the autopilot, because the subconscious just controls everything. And in order to change the autopilot that you, we fed to the subconscious, we have to change mm-hmm. what information we put into ourselves. And that is so key because, and which is why developing confidence 
is so hard because we are trying to, as we say, tip over, double over, you know, <laughs> what we've right. done in the past. And that is challenging because the subconscious, because it's now an autopilot, is comfortable. And the minute that we have to change that, it, it feels different and it feels wrong. So I, I think that's that's key that as we are changing, it's not going to always feel comfortable because we've, we've been on autopilot for so long. The other thing that you said, which I actually practice, um, years ago, I read in a book and it said to have a compliments bag, bank. So mm. I don't have pictures on my wall, but whenever someone sends me a text or even the other day, your email that, you know, you, you said you liked the podcast, I took a screenshot, click, and I mm -hmm. save it in my Evernote. So whenever I'm feeling a little like, uh, I don't know if I should be doing this, I just go back over and look over those things to remind me because I'm hardest on myself. Mm -hmm. And so in order for me to step out of my way, as Julian says, you know, get out of my way. Mm -hmm. I look at what, how other people perceive me because, um, like you said, you know, they, they, they're speaking into my life and they've done that by offering kind words or supportive words to, to, to tell me that, hey, kid, you're doing great. Keep doing mm -hmm. it. So I think those are really two powerful things or, or, or that's a powerful tool that I wish a lot of us would start keeping, you know, whether it's a wall of, of events like you've mentioned or it's simply just keeping comments and just reviewing yeah. them when, when we're in a space of doubt. So as we wrap up, what's one advice that you want to give to anyone from the Caribbean, anyone who's Caribbean American and they're struggling or they're, they're, they're trying to figure out where, where, where do I fit in all of this? Who's still saying, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Carrie. I hear what you're saying, Chris. What's one advice would you give to them in terms of finding their voice and living meaningful? Um, that's a good question because to, to drill it down to one thing, I would say I, I'm probably a little resistant to say this because I know that, you know, religion and spirituality could be all subjective and divisive. But I would say, you know, build, build a greater relationship with a higher power yeah. because it has helped me in recognizing that I am here for a purpose mm -hmm. and I've been given certain gifts, talents, and abilities to help me complete that purpose. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you, if you think about the creator, like lack of better example, Steve jobs and, mm -hmm. and the Apple computer, right? The Apple computer have specific programs that Steve jobs put into it to fulfill a particular purpose. Mm -hmm. And so the better you understand the purpose that the designer had for the machine, mm -hmm. then the better this machine will work, mm -hmm. right? Which is why you read the manual. So as the machines created by, you know, God or the creator or whatever right. spiritual belief that you may have, I would say more you understand why you were created, the better path you will have to accomplishing your goal. For instance, I'm from the West Indies, right? Mm -hmm. And growing up there, I was in, uh, lived in foster care. Mm -hmm. And then I lived in multiple homes. I lived with white people, I lived with black people, I lived, you know, with younger people. All of, I lived with a whole lot. I saw a lot of different families and different dynamics. Mm -hmm. I know a lot about different religions and uh, different cultures and came to America and kind of had a similar experience and worked with Jewish people and, you know, Russian people. I, I, I know so much mm -hmm. about the inner workings of people and I read a lot. So 
and I feel like it's all been pre-orchestrated, mm-hmm. you know. And I think as I've, I I recognize that God has been or the creator has been working in my life and all of this is by design, I've been able to see it clearly. There's a there's a speech by Steve Jobs, actually. Uh, it was a Stanford speech. Where yeah, he talked I, to, I know it. I know what I you're want, talking about. Go ahead. And he says, when you look back, the dots connect, right? And when yes. the dots connect, you see the full picture. So yes. I believe that, you know, the more you understand that there's a design to your life and you have to figure out those uh, clues, which starts with your own gifts, talents, and abilities, then you will be able to figure out, all right, this is the purpose that I'm here. And whether that means leaving my hometown or home country to come to another country, there's there's a plan for me. And I know that doors are opening. And so if I'm in a room that I'm, I can't believe that I'm here sitting across from, you know, this celebrity or this business person or, uh, you know, whoever I'm sitting across from, I belong here. And, and, and there's a force that's opening this the way for me to move forward, yep. you know, and, and unless you are aware of that force or aware of that purpose, then you could doubt hey, is this, is this for me? How did I end up here? I shouldn't be here. And, and I'm just speaking from experience. That has been a great tool for me along, along the way, spending that quiet time and asking, what, what am I supposed to do now? Um, why am I in this particular relationship? Why am I in this room? Why am I in this situation? What is it that I'm supposed to see? And knowing that the answers will, will come and show themselves that that's probably been the, the, the greatest tool that I've used along my journey to, to understand this thing called life and, and be successful at it. I am having a moment with that one mm. takeaway. And mm. I can say this, that you being on the show in that one moment was pre destined. Mm. Weeks ago, I Mm. posted that same exact Steve Jobs quote, which says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Mm -hmm. And I had that quote because I've been on this journey of following the patterns in my life. And that also stemmed from a speech by another Caribbean American, Haitian American, Christine Sofrant. And she said the same thing, like the patterns, the only way, you know, because then, there, you know, someone listening might be saying, yeah, they're talking about your purpose, but I don't know my purpose. It's looking for the patterns. That's what Christine said. Don't mm-hmm. you look at the patterns in your life, because if you go back and you look at the things you like to watch on TV, the things you mm-hmm. got involved in, you start to see a pattern developing and you yep. just kind of follow those patterns. And, you know, it's it's so amazing that you just brought that up. This podcast is part of a pattern you know all the things that i've done and i'm I'm just kind of like you said you know you trust that higher power and you just kind of move you follow those patterns and just kind of move in the um you know that gut feeling that you have Mm. as steve Jobs said you know you got to trust that you know in your gut somewhere it's going to connect and that's what you did You, you you looked back at your life experiences and you're like i did this i did that i did this and it, it's, it's all starting to make sense. So I, I, I really think that's really powerful. Look at the patterns. That it, this, is, this is what Krista said. Look at the patterns in your life. And mm-hmm. then you have to trust that, you know, you have to believe in that higher power that is, you know, creating this, this, um, this pattern in your life for you to, to, to live in your purpose. So I, I, I really, 
really, really believe you're supposed to be on the show. Cause yeah. <laughs> that's what you said. It was just like, it's so amazing. I'm like jumping in my chair because oh. you just said that. I literally posted that to my Facebook um, page uh, uh, maybe about a week ago. And I said, mm. um, and Ginger commented because um, I said, you know what? The patterns are in focus um, mm. be- because, you know, and my takeaway outside of that and all of that is in order to develop confidence, we need time with ourselves. Yes. We, you know, you, you said God and, and God is, and, and that's part of it. You need time with yourself and God, because a lot of times we could get feedback from other people, but we also need to be by ourselves to kind of really, you know, drill down. We have to really be honest and be aware, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, get rid of the comparison and or figure out why are we, you know, on the, the, the jealousy spectrum and not the inspiration spectrum of, mm-hmm. you know, the same energy. It, it, it yeah. really comes down to time with self, time with God to, to really, you know, step, step outside of yourself. So many people say this, it's, it's not until they disconnect that they reconnect. And, oh, yeah. and, and that's important in terms of developing your confidence and mm-hmm. really winning the struggle against yourself. So I'm so excited about this. It's like, yeah. So Island people, you guys are innate that you're entrepreneurs. It's innate that you have the spirit of excellence. We, we come from a long line of people who were just excellent from, you know, the Marcus Garvey's, you know, the Sydney mm-hmm. Poitiers, the Harry Belafonte's. We, we come from a lineage of excellence and um, we continue that, but we, we also have to understand that personal development is part of that process. Yeah. So yeah. Chris Kazi, thank you for being on the show. You are so awesome. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah, this was awesome. I love, love, I, this is a unique space. I've, I, I don't know of any space that is like this per se. So to have that, that expression. And um, I was just uh, watching something on, uh, the, on Facebook, a uh-huh. video of, uh, of uh, Ricky's, Richie Stevens. I think is this uh, the artist's name? Yes. And he was talking about uh, Rihanna. Rihanna's and, work. I, it's, that's the big topic now. Oh, yeah, you know? So it's, it's kind of, you know, I know there's some tension between it, but he did also acknowledge that she, what she's doing is she's creating a space now that, you know, maybe in the future, songs like her song with, mm-hmm. with Drake will just be the norm. And so it opens the door for other artists coming from, you know, she's from Barbados, right? Right. Yeah, Barbados and Jamaica to be in mainstream because right. people just know that Sonic, you know? Right. So I right. say, you know, for someone like yourself and what you're doing, creating this space where, you know, we could feel like there's yes. a place that's a space exclusively for us. Right. You and know, that, we're, we're here, you know, we're here and you know, that we, we're, we're, we're making waves. We're doing things, but we're doing it so quiet that no one's really knowing. And, you know, we're not really, like I said to um, Alicia in the previous podcast that, if we are trying to set examples for the next generation, then we have to be visible examples. You can't set yes. an example that no one can see. Nobody can see, yep. Right. So it's just, it's been a year and it's been, I really enjoy it. And it's it's growing and, and believing in the platform that this is why I'm doing it. I want to see representations of myself. I want to see what's powerful. Oprah is great, but I tell you, there's a whole galaxy between me and Oprah <laughs> right now. I need to see, you know, like, yeah. she, she 
she's a great standard for success, but shouldn't be the only standard for success. Yeah. And, and you know, there are many steps or levels before she got to where she, she, she got to. So we need to also recognize that there are other people who are doing great things. And, you know, we should tap into their experiences and figure out what they've done and how we can improve on what they've done and how they could teach us. And you know what? It's all about live meaningful, build stronger, achieve abundantly because, you know, we just... We have to do the thing right. That's yes. how we do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we're so grateful for Chris to be on the show. I'll have his information in the show notes so you could connect with him. And until next time, walk good. Walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com. Thank you for tuning in to Carry On Friends. Before I go, remember, Caribbean Legal Solutions connects you with experienced and vetted attorneys across the Caribbean, ensuring that you or your family or friend find reliable help back home to deal with land issues, wills, and probate matters. Their network spans Jamaica, Trinidad, Guyana, Grenada, Dominica, Barbados, St. Vincent, and more. Visit CaribbeanLegalSolutions.com and give them a call today. This ad contains general information about Caribbean Legal Solutions and is not intended to be legal advice. As always, consult with a qualified attorney for legal advice specific to your situation.